Hey there, everyone. It's Camber here with the Yo Prono. I'm here today with Tim Uist, 36-year-old sales director from Tampa, Florida. He was connected to us through Troy uh, Bravenboer, who we connected with a while back. It was probably five or six months ago at this point. Um, Troy is an, uh, an entrepreneur over in that area as well. And so I actually don't even know how you guys connected. So Tim, how do y'all know each other? So I actually know Troy from my church and then prior to what he does now where he's, you know, built this trucking, mini trucking empire. And I believe he's working on an app for that industry. He was one of my top sales reps at the company I still work at now, Vivin. Great. So um, yeah, I've known Troy for a long time. I'd say he's one of my best friends. We awesome. have started some other projects together, trade some crypto together. Um, and a bunch of other things. So hunt, Very cool. hunted well, together. Yeah. So good friend. I always like to share how people were connected to us through the network. So um, so thank you for sharing that. Well, Tim, thanks for being here today. Go ahead and get started by just giving us a brief background on yourself. So I'm um, 36, uh, married. You might be able to hear my two kids in the background. Um, I've got a five-year-old daughter and a yeah, yeah, and a two, two and a half year old son, and I'm married uh, coming up on 12 years uh, tomorrow. So, pretty awesome. Thank you. And um, yeah, so, I'm, but I'm originally from South Africa, as you can tell by my last name. Um, I moved to America when I was 11 years old um, with a younger brother, two years younger than me, and a single mom. And um, yeah, and we moved to Florida, where I still live now. Um, I homeschooled for some years, Christian school, and then um, at 10th grade, I decided to uh, basically, I guess, jump ahead and get more focused on where I was going in life. And so I went straight into college and Bible college. So I spent three years in a Bible college to get a good foundation um, and uh, graduated with a degree in theology. I was 19. And then um, basically thought from there, you know, do I want to go into uh, a traditional college, get a business degree, or do I want to go try to figure out exactly what I want to do? So I went and worked at a church for a year, um, got a job working for um, Costco, then a, another job. Uh, and I found myself working for a multimillionaire. I was making 12 bucks an hour. Um, and that was kind of when, I guess, the course of my life changed where I saw into a different world where this gentleman who had never actually gone to college but had kind of taken a different path had made really great money starting with um, sending spam emails into people's uh, email that was what he did he basically would his clients were the companies that made the spam emails and he had the lists and so you know just like you I was like wait, you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had then moved from that into a company called Casa Gold, which um, you might you might be familiar with LimeWire. A lot of people know the service LimeWire where you download music. So he had a competitor to them and he uh, sold that uh, online, that service. And uh, anyway, long story short, uh, it was kind of when I figured out that there was, you know, I guess a different method to making a path in life than just kind of the traditional way. And so um, I sat down one day and wrote down um, three things about my boss, who is this multimillionaire that 
um, I could see were like a big part of his success. And I actually had worked or interned for another uh, wealthy gentleman um, that uh, also had made you know tons of money, but in a different industry. And so I compared the two and I came up with a short list, three simple things that they had in common. And um, first one was sales. They'd both been in sales at some point in their lives. They both had uh, leadership skills and they both had amazing work ethic. And so I sat there and, you know, my 19 year old brain, 20 year old brain kind of had this light bulb moment where I said, I'm going to go learn um, skills by the jobs that I choose instead of just based on pay. And so um, I literally put in my two weeks that day with that uh, multimillionaire and told him my plan that I wanted to go figure out and like learn the skills that I saw in him and other people. And um, yeah, and then uh, the rest is history. I got a sales job a week later and I basically- Let me pause, you. Let me pause you there. So how did you, first off, what? <laughs> I mean, like everything you mentioned, just taking like, I mean, literally you put in your two weeks notice and you were like, I'm gonna do this. One, how did he react? He actually said, um, that's a great idea. And he gave me a high five. And then he said, come in tomorrow and finish one more day, clear out your stuff and I'll pay you for the next two weeks. And he's like, good luck. Um, and that was it, you know? So wow. looking back, he kind of reacted the way I would expect someone who also had gone on an unconventional journey to react, right. but yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you said you got a job right after you got the sales role what yeah. what happened after that and this is the sales role that you are still in today correct yeah it's similar one led to the next i basically do a similar thing uh you know 14 years later but uh yes yeah, so i went in i was terrified because i grew up very shy homeschooled kid um spent a lot of time in church and i played a ton of video games so i was i would i would definitely be in the introvert nerd category yeah. at that point in my life not that I'm that much different now but um I was extremely shy in fact um talking in front of more than one person would make me nervous and if I got up on a stage I would uh my eyes would actually tear up so mm -hmm. like I had some pretty big anxiety issues with public speaking or anything but um yeah I just knew that I needed to like exercise those muscles that I just had never exercised my whole life because if I wanted to go somewhere in my career, I had to get out of my comfort zone. So yeah. I sat in the waiting room and I watched people walk in and I was trying to like look for similarities in the way they looked to kind of see like, oh, okay, of course, that's what a sales guy looks like. And then to just, you know, count myself out and run out of there and go beg for my job back. But I, uh, I realized very quickly that all these dudes walking through the sales lobby in their uniforms, they all look different. And uh, I started thinking, well, maybe there's something else to why people succeed in this. And so I went in, I interviewed, um, I got the job. And then I asked who was the top salesman. I just asked if he would train me. And he said, sure. So I went through three days of training, just literally watching him sell. Um, he made about 900 bucks a day for three days in a row. And then uh, on the fourth day, I went to shadow again. And he just said, nope, you're going to go do this on your own. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm so nervous. <laughs> and uh, it was door-to-door -door sales. So I was literally walking up to someone's door to uh, sell them a product that I'd never met that didn't know I was coming. And I remember my first door. I walked up 
the guy opened the door. Uh, my heart was beating so fast. I swore that he could like hear my heartbeat. And um, I tried to get my pitch out. He said, not interested. And I just literally said, okay. And I ran away from the door. And then uh, I got around the corner and I calmed myself down. And I realized like, dude, I, what am I going to do? I'm not going back to my old job. I need to make this work. So I just kept going. And um, a few hours later, I got in the house and I made my first sale. It was a hundred dollar sale and I made a hundred bucks in a 20 minute interaction. And I started thinking, okay, I think I can do that again. And so I just kept going. The following day, I made two sales. First week, I made 800 bucks. Second week, I made a grand. And um, yeah, the rest is kind of history. My first full year, I was uh, 20 years old. I made um, $103,000 in uh, door-to-door sales. Mm-hmm. I became the top rep in my office, then in the region, and then in my company and uh, in the whole United States. And I was working for uh, Verizon. So it was a fairly large um, mm-hmm. sales division. And uh, yeah, I realized all my competitiveness and my nerdiness for video games actually translated over and this became my new game. I just yeah, wanted to tell everyone, you know. Yeah. That's really cool. I like, and that's a great comparison, um, you know, and also just showing that so many things are transferable, like so many skills yeah. you can easily transfer. And yeah. so let's, let's jump ahead. Let's fast forward. Um, thank you for sharing all of that and giving us so much context. So you said you've been in sales for 14 years, right? Yeah. So kind of, you know, looking back, what is something, you know, when you were 20, that was, you know, your first year, what is something that, you would want somebody now who's considering sales, getting into sales, what would you tell them? Um, especially if it's something that they might not even know that they're, they're good at and they might be cut out for it. Sure. Yeah. So I think that's a great question. So the first thing I would say is um, go into sales with the mindset to learn and to grow your skill set, uh, your mindset, and really your character, because sales is tough, you know, it's not an easy, um, you know, and really almost everything in life in some way relates to sales, every interaction, it right? It's just it communication, does. but yeah, but, uh, but go into it, the mindset that you're there, you're extending your college education, because college teaches you um, a good foundation, um, but then really the real world is where you start to truly educate yourself for real success, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, when someone gets out, they've got to continue that education. So I think going into it with the mindset that they are there to learn skills, challenge the way they, they think, um, what that does is your first, you know, inevitable struggles in sales, because everyone's bad at it until they get good at it. So during that time when you're bad at it, um, if you're viewing a bad day as a day of growth rather than a bad day, you actually will progress much, much quicker and you'll make it through the tough moments because I think everybody who started in sales who've had, who's made, had massive success has had a moment where they almost quit. I, I've had many you know, in my career. And if I look back, had I almost quit when I was 20 in my first day or my first week, or my first month, my life would be extremely different. And then I wouldn't have been able to teach thousands of others you know, as well. So I think uh, I call it a learning mindset, but just go into it with the mindset that you're there to learn. And then I think um, number two, really take the pressure off because um, a lot of times people going into sales are ambitious people. They actually want the pressure on them to go make money. 
but that can be a bad thing, especially in the learning process. So the quicker you can take the pressure off, the faster you'll learn. And then I think the last thing I would say is commit for at least one year. Like don't, don't try it for a week, a month or six months. I think anything worthwhile is going to be tough and it deserves a year of dedication, like true dedication to it. Because I've had some salespeople that they are some of my best guys today and some of my highest earners. And they were not even just in the bottom you know, half of their teams, they were in the bottom 15% of their teams year one. And today they are literally managers. And there were people far more skilled than them that quit somewhere along the process before they ever made it, you know? So right. yeah, yeah, give it a year, give it a full year. I love that. And that's something that I tell most people, regardless of what industry they're in. It's, I'm so happy that I stayed at my first job for a year. Um, sure. There were times where I wanted to quit sooner than that. And I was in the insurance business. So uh, that's a whole other story. But you've mentioned, you've mentioned a couple times, Tim, um, the things that, or I guess before the interview, you mentioned some of the things that you're doing outside of sales. And, you know, you just briefly mentioned how you are now training others. So what I want to really get at now is showing the listeners and the audience what you can do from sales, like what what else can you do now that you have this experience in the past 14 years? You know, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing outside of, uh, of Vison. Is that how you pronounce the company? Uh, Vivens. 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 Okay, sorry. Um, so yeah. I need to write that down. Um, but can you expand on that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, so my career at Vivens been amazing. And, uh, you know, there it's been a training ground for learning how to, obviously teach people sales, but really, you know, if you interchange one product to the next, products are just products. Really what we're teaching is the skill of selling. And then actually below that, we're teaching really how to be a successful human being, I guess you could say. Um, Because usually when people are succeeding at a high level in an industry, there's somebody failing in that exact same industry with the same resources available to them the same training available to them, the same clientele, same opportunities. So you really very quickly realize that the people who win in every industry, it's not um, because they have some amazing advantage. They, it's really them, right? And so in sales, I saw how I would train a guy. I'd give him my pitch you know, that led to hundreds of thousands of dollars in commissions in a year. I gave him my steps of the sale. I gave him exactly what I said, how to do it, whatever. And they would go out and produce great results. And then I give it to this, all the same stuff to the guy next to him and he barely makes it. And you wonder, well, what's the difference, right? So that's when I really started diving into what makes people win and succeed no matter what they do. And then why do people fail no matter what they do? And that's when, um, you know, really at Vivint, I came up with, some core principles dealing with the heart, the mind, your daily disciplines, your habits, as well as how to then increase your skill set, your mindset, your character, your income, and then how to multiply yourself. Like once you've got a winning formula, how do you then expand on that? Because some people are actually amazing performers, but they can never translate it to anybody around them. They're just, it's just what they do. And so I kind of, I guess, developed a system um, and I started teaching it outside of Vivint at churches, colleges. I've now done it around the world hundreds of times. And uh, 
I initially called it Millionaire Bootcamp. I guess that's still what I call it today, but it was uh, essentially a training on how to become a millionaire. And I designed it where you could take the training and uh, apply it to literally anything you're doing because it's really more about you and your mind, your heart, your uh, daily disciplines, which is what creates your success. And then how to multiply what you've done in your medium. So if you want to launch a business online, it'll work for that because it's really about you dialing in yourself and figuring out what you're offering and then how to then multiply it and how to, because, you know, even an online business, we're still dealing with people, you know, if it's, right. a, yeah, yeah. If it's a group, it's still people, it's all people, right? So um, how to then multiply yourself to your followers, to your, how to basically bring value to other people. And then ultimately, I finish in the training with how to find your fuel tank. Like, you know, I, I found that I've got, I've got a guy actually in particular, he was my most successful person last year, made just about a million dollars and he has hit empty on his current fuel tank. And I like to do an example where it's like, you know, you've got one fuel tank that's this size, one fuel tank that's this size, and then one fuel tank that is unlimited. And, uh, and I talk about those fuel tanks and he's, He's just figured out how to upgrade the one fuel tank that he's in, which is his personal motivation. But it goes beyond that to like helping others. And it goes beyond that to having a greater purpose of like why you're on the earth. Right. And so, you know, finding that fuel because, yeah, the greatest people on earth right now that we all look up to, they just have really a much bigger reason why they do what they do. And so it's driven them past all normal limitations, I guess. So yeah, so um, I designed that training. And so now a friend of mine, um, he had a really simple method on how to make money on uh, Facebook that you can literally do in about 10 minutes. Um, I made my first sale about 20 minutes after he showed me how. We've now done this training online a few times where within the hour, like we're doing the training, people literally put in the chat, just made my first sale. Like, they're making money within the hour of the training. Can you help so, me? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we found that it's, um, uh, we found that it's uh, the simplest way. It's not crazy money, but, you know, like I, I was able to personally make $1,400 profit in 10 days. So, um, like actual profit. So once I saw that, sorry, 2,300 profits. So four, almost 1,400 the second week, uh, 900 the first week. And so um, anyway, so once I saw that it was real and we could do it, we kind of partnered up. We took his little simple tool mm -hmm. to make money and my principles and we put it together in a course that we're launching. We actually launched uh, this month. So the Great. 25th, 26th, 27th, and uh, we're going to teach it for free. And then we'll obviously offer people to join our group if they're interested. And um, yeah, my passion is really just to take what I've learned at Vivint. I've got 500 sales guys there. You know, we produced $90 million in revenue last year as a company, but I kind of want to expand that out because not everyone can do door-to-door -door sales for a smart home technology company. It's a pretty niche mm -hmm. um, industry that I'm in. Yeah. And uh, it's been amazing, um, but, and I'm not leaving that by any means. I love it. It's what I do with most of my time, but the extra time I have, I now want to, you know, build an army of people that um, want to better themselves, their minds, their hearts and make money. Because I feel like in this world, if we had a lot more good people with 
more resources, which money is just a resource, mm -hmm. the world would be a better place. So my mission, I guess, in life is teach good people how to become rich so that we can make the world a better place around us. So, mm -hmm. and uh, that's my way of, uh, I guess, giving back to uh, humanity. So yeah, I think that's a really great way to end the interview. Um, because I think that's really special. I mean, a lot of, you're not just making money to, uh, to make money. I mean, of course you want to make money so you can put food on the table and, you know, provide, but you have a really great mission behind all of this. So I will, uh, I will make sure that our audience knows how to find you. Um, if they're curious, because I know I am, um, after, and I knew, I knew a little bit before we talked, um, but do you have any parting words for us today, Tim? Yeah, I think, you know, um, my advice every time I talk to anyone is just, you know, we have one life to live. So like, make sure you don't hold back. Don't let fear or the desire for comfort keep you in a spot, like go after your dreams. Because I, Denzel Washington once said in this short video, you can find it on YouTube. He said, you know, God gives us the desires of our heart, but he said, he said it in two ways. He said, he actually puts them in there to help like lead us into what we're supposed to go after in life. And then he helps us bring it to pass, pass you know, uh, as well. So it's two parts. And um, I really love that imagery because it's like, you have, a, you have a, a, a purpose and that's to help young entrepreneurs. You know, you've gone through a journey in your life and now you've spent the time researching and interviewing tons of people who knows how much knowledge you've amassed. And now you have something you can give back and you can make the lives of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people, if we could just get you in front of them, their lives better, right? So I have that, you have that. If we hold back because of fear um, or comfort, like, oh, I'm good here, I've made enough money, my family's good. The world is deprived of what you were put on the earth to do. So I don't know, go, go big, you know, go after every dream in your heart, because it's there as a guide to what you're meant to do on the earth. And I don't think there's anything, um, you know, too big. So just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you're speaking my language, and I'm excited. It makes <laughs> me want to, you know, go work on some stuff right now. Um, yeah, but yeah. Tim, thank you so much for your time today. It was thank a pleasure having, having you on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me.